Official statistics and a, a very simple question will be the start of today's Stats and Short Stories, uh, where we explore the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics. I'm John Baylor, Chair of the Department of Statistics at Miami University. Stats and Short Stories is a production of Miami University's Departments of Statistics and Media Journalism and Film, as well as our partners at the American Statistical Association. Joining me in the studio today are regular panelists Rosemary Pennington and Richard Campbell, both of the Department of Media Journalism and Film. And our special guest today is Chaitra Nagaraja, professor of strategy and statistics at Fordham University, also the, the author of the book Measuring Society, and an awesome contribution, Chaitra. Thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. You know, I, I, I said I would start with a really easy question, Chaitra. <laughs> I think this is like the softball question to get going. So, so why is it hard to count how many people are unemployed? I mean, I, we all know how to count. That's got to be simple. Well, if you want to find out the fraction of people who are unemployed, you need to figure out who's unemployed and who should be in the labor force. And both are actually pretty difficult. So labor force means people who are, you would say, eligible to be employed. Um, so you don't want, you know, babies. That's probably not a good plan to include them. Um, maybe you should include people who are retired or, you know, disabled, those kinds of things. So trying to figure out the characteristics of the people who you would count as eligible for employment. Um, that's one task. Then you have to count out the people who are unemployed. So over history, they've done it in many different ways, uh, but currently they sort of look at, do you have a job? It doesn't matter if it's a good job, a permanent job, a um, full-time job. None of those things are really um, counted here. If you have a job, you're employed or if you're looking for one and have been for in the recent past, you're also um, considered in the labor force and then you would be unemployed. But if you've given up looking for a job, they sort of don't count you in that group anymore um, for the official statistic for unemployment. Although there are other statistics for unemployment, there are six of them that try to count wow. people in different ways, depending on the level of un unemployment or employment and so forth. So why do they not count people who have given up on looking for a job? They are counted in a different statistic. If you look, there's they're called U1 through U6. So sort of roughly speaking, as you go from U1 to U6, you have different um, more types of people counted as unemployed. Um, they used to ask why people didn't have a job. Um, and there are lots of reasons, you know, I didn't, my company let me go. My, I, you know, had other things going on. There's lots of different reasons why you may suddenly find yourself unemployed, but they, in the end needed some specific definition. And if you hadn't looked for a job in, let's say four weeks time, um, you would be counted as in the labor force, but unemployed. But if you had given up for looking for a job, meaning you hadn't looked for one in the past four weeks, um, you would be counted as um, not in the labor force. And it was just a sort of decision that was made that would made it sort of simpler to count. But those types of people are included in other uh, statistics that are produced by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. They're just not the one that people focus on in the news. So let's pretend you're head of the a news division at a, <laughs> at a network. And uh, congratulations. <laughs> yes. And and uh, typically the way the news media does it, they just report a number, right? They just say unemployment has dropped to four point whatever it is, and they stop. So if you were the head of a news division, 
How would you report that that number and the meaning of it? It's a lot of times these numbers are given and and there's no context for it. How would you change that if you could? I would still report that number because it is a number that everyone uses. Yes. So that is important to include. But you could also include some of the other numbers, which are also published in uh, the monthly jobs report called the employment situation, where they talk about the number of new jobs and, you know, those all sorts of things like that to give a sense of, you know, okay, maybe this number dropped, but some other number, um, you know, changed in a different way. So that way you get a little bit more context about mm -hmm. what it means. For instance, one of the employment unemployment statistics talks about long-term unemployment. You know, have you been unemployed for a long period of time mm -hmm. uh, and so forth. So, using some of those other statistics does give you more context about the one number that everyone is talking about. Thank you. Very good. Although I don't know that I've, I've ever seen some of those other numbers generally reported. That's right. They aren't. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so yeah, while they exist, I'm not sure they're applied. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, they're report, they're reported in the, in the official publication, yeah. but I agree with you. There isn't that much discussion about those numbers in the media. Um, and by politicians, only to sort of poke at the opposing party. Oh, you know? yes. um, well, I feel like the definitions are used more to um, poke holes in the opposing party than they are to sort of give context to the number. Well, gosh, Chaitra, no, I'm, I'm completely disillusioned. It's, it's hard to count. Oh, God. It is hard to count. I mean, actually, people have wondered why, you know, even a census is difficult. Right. <laughs> if you're just counting right. people, don't you already know? Yeah. Um, it's darn but... hard. <laughs> well, I'm afraid that's all the time we have for this episode of Stats and Short Stories. Chaitra, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's been great to have you. Stats and Short Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Departments of Statistics and Media Journalism and Film and the American Statistical Association. You can follow us on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, or other places where you find podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on our program, send your email to statsandstories at miamioh.edu or check us out at statsandstories.net. Be sure to listen for future episodes and editions of Stats and Stories where we discuss the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics. Thanks.